All right, we're back. We're back. It's us, the Robinsons, back on the podcast. It's been a long time. Yeah, we've been out for... Two months? About two months, yeah. We haven't... I don't think we've done an episode for about two months. And a lot has happened. There's a reason why we've taken a two-month hiatus on this podcast. Our whole life's changed and turned upside down on us. Yeah. Um, and it's also 4 a.m. if we sound a little extra tired. Yeah. The night went a lot faster on us. I mean, we had so much fun hanging out with each other. You yeah. know, just hanging out and talking. And, and you know, it's 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 nice. It's nice to be with each other. Um, but now it's 4 o'clock and I need to go to bed. But we really wanted to knock out a podcast right. and kind of update everyone on where the heck we've been. Right. So... Uh, first things first, there has been a pretty major event that has happened in my side of the family. Unfortunately, my mother was murdered. That sounds so insane when you say that. It is insane. It is insane. It's horrible. Near the end of May. It's absolutely horrible. Yeah. What happened. And the worst part was that, you know, she was only 53. Yep. You know it. You, you, you hear about things like that happening, but you never really think that it could happen to you. No, I know. You you think to yourself that those terrible things happen at a distance. Well, in movies, you know, in or mo- on yeah. like true crime TV or something. You watch cold case files and you think, oh, you know those those people. It's unfortunate, but they're living their life. Yeah. And well, then it happens to you. Then uh, one morning at yeah. 5 a.m., you get a phone call. Horrible. That's it. We'll, we'll never be the same from it. It's really changed both no. of us dramatically. Um, I think I have a much more, I don't know, sadder look on life. Yeah. That's a simple way to put it. I think, you, I think we, you do, too. I think we both do. I've never felt this way before. That's for sure. The first... The first couple of weeks was really rough for me. And it's still rough now, but much more palatable. I, I'm a totally different person. Totally different than I was two months ago, two and a half months ago. I think we're both a lot more raw. Yeah. You know, a lot I'm, more frank about I've never things. Been, I've never been good in social settings. Yeah. In things that I am and am not supposed to say yeah. on a social level. Yeah. And this kind of wrecked that. This kind of pushed me backwards a little more. Um, it's kind of done that to me, too. I feel like I'm more blunt with people. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't really give a because crap what, anymore. Because what matters? What, yeah. what, what matters anyway? If, yeah. if someone's offended by what I say or if 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 somebody is rubbed the wrong way by by the words that I choose to use. Yeah. Um, and every day I'm getting a little bit better. The way I like to describe is, the, is every day is like a really dreary day. And every so often you get these little bursts of sunlight. Yeah. And as time has gone on, uh, the sun stays a little bit longer. And the dreariness isn't as dreary. But it's it's still there. Every day is still overcast. Yeah. Uh, but there's little bits of sun. Yeah. So 
that's the first really traumatic, terrible thing that's happened to us. Uh, we had another big, terrible thing happen to us, too. Um, it, it's, it was one thing after another, really. Right. And it's not, it's like, and about losing, you know, Garrett's mom, my mother-in-law, our children's grandmother, it's, it wasn't just losing her to some illness, but how, you know, being murdered, that adds, it's not just grief, but it's traumatic grief. And there's actually a pretty distinct difference there. And I'm not lessening anyone who's lost a mom or dad or friend, you know, to, to some illness or something that that grief is unbearable and unimaginable. But when you throw in the process of trauma with that, it, it, it's just a different kind of monster that you have to deal with. It's really a different beast. And it's nothing that I think you're ever expected to get through or get over. But I think you just find a different way to pick it up and carry it with you. And you will carry it with you for the rest of your life. You will. And we, we, I, I, um, the day it happened, Garrett, left that same day and drove up to Oregon, got there the next day. That's where his family is. I flew up a couple of days later. I had to, you know, get childcare and stuff. But I picked up this book in the airport called It's a uh It's okay if you're not okay, something like that. It's, it's okay. It's okay that you're not okay. It's okay that you're not okay. Uh and the author had this way of just writing and I think you'd agree with this. You've read more of the book than I have. And I think you've almost, have you finished it yet? I'm like 3 fourths of the way through. Yeah, she has this way of writing where you feel like she's come and sit down next to you. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, author-reader kind of. It's almost like, I'm sitting here with you, you know? Um, But she, I don't know where I was going with this. She had a lot to say about traumatic grief. She watched her husband drown, you know, and it's like... Yeah, she's been through it. Oh, God. And it makes you, it made me realize that I think traumatic grief is like, I've been telling people this, but it's like a secret club in the world that you don't really know exists until you unfortunately find yourself in it. And then you kind of look at other people in the eyes who have gone through that and you're like, it just, it get. it's like it gives you a brand new pair of glasses to see the world and you'll never not see the world that way anymore yeah come with us it's um well that's part of what's been going on with yeah, us. definitely yeah we had that happen and there was about three weeks of time after that um and the hardest the hardest part for me what shook me up a lot was how was watching you go through it i mean it was hard for me I, I loved your mom. I really, really did. I loved her as a mother-in-law. I loved her um, just talking with her, hanging out with her. You know, we were camping with her last summer. Um, but it doesn't come close to, you know, me, you know, how it feels to lose your actual mother. You know, so watching you go through that after me, um, you know, kind of coming out of coming out of the, the grief a little bit, but seeing you you know you you guys know that Garrett stays up all night right and I'll go to bed at a certain time if I fell asleep um early which I was because our our, everything about our lives were off at that point I would fall asleep real early I'd wake up at one two o'clock in the morning and Garrett would be in like a, a frenzy he'd be panicking over something silly or I'd 
I, one night I found him just laying on the floor, staring at the ceiling. He, he, he was really in the thick of it. You were, you were just, it was hard. Yeah. Early grief is nothing to mess around with. No. The most important thing in early grief is that you're telling yourself that you're alive and you're here. Yeah. That you're in that moment, that you're in the moment where you're feeling and you're breathing and you're seeing. And no matter how hard it is in the moment, you know that time is going to continue moving. That that feeling of dread and a loss of everything, it, it gets better. Yeah. You know, and, and not better as in it gets good. It goes from bad to not as bad. Yeah. Maybe a so, little bit, a little bit easier to deal with, maybe. Yeah. Kind of like, um, I, I've never had a hip replacement, but it's probably like a hip replacement. Like where, a major surgery. Yeah. Right? Like a major surgery. Like it's anguish at first, the pain of it. Sure. Where you, you don't have mobility and, and, and you're not used to the way your body moves now. Yeah. yeah. But you roll into it and you kind of get used to it. And you it, need, actually, it's a great analogy. And it becomes you, kind of a part of you. My grandfather got knee replacements. And for like a year, he needed therapy just to learn how to move his knees again. Sure. Right. And after after grief and traumatic grief, especially, you need therapy even just to know how to live again. Yeah. Right. Like that's a great analogy. Yeah. So it's it's rough. But anybody listening to this who's gone through major grief like I have, like I'm going through right now. The most encouraging thing I can say is... Um, Really, really open your ears to anybody who's willing to be there for you, who's willing to try to encourage you. And they're probably going to fail at it. They're probably not going to make you feel good. Well, yeah, we got a lot of that. But they're trying and a lot of their hearts are in the right place. I don't think a lot of people are thinking, I'm going to, I'm going to you know get next to him and i'm gonna make him feel worse i don't don't think people are thinking like that i think people are generally trying to help you genuinely genuinely trying trying to help you yeah like you know people are gonna slide next to you and they're gonna say you know my goldfish died (laughs) and i you know i had to flush him down the toilet that was really hard for me and you say, yeah, that, that, that sounds i'm sure yeah it sounds really rough sorry kind of like what i'm going through right now (laughs) You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's um you're you're gonna get people like that in your life. Or you know, people are gonna reflect on maybe their own losses. That's natural. And, and that's fine. Don't don't be offended by it. And to be honest, for me, there wasn't a lot that offended me because the greatest offense had already happened. Yeah. And I think that's the tra- trauma side of it. The fact that my mother was murdered. Yeah. Uh, you said it the other day. The worst case scenario has already happened in right. your life. Because so my mother, what more could happen? Because my mother, she was my everything. Yeah. you. Everybody who knows you well knows you loved your mom. I, I, I loved my mother. And there's no replacement. 
There isn't. There's no replacement. You look at her contact in your phone. Yeah. And you think, oh, you know, I'll just call her. Not anymore. Yeah. Or you tr- you you scour YouTube looking for potential clips of of your mother or the person that you once loved. Yeah. Who weren't there anymore. They're gone. Yeah. And you you just you try to cling on to who who they were in life, and you really want to honor them and who they were. Because I think right now when I when I get really pissed off, I I think if my mother were watching me right now, what would she say? How yeah. would she react to to what I'm doing right now? And that really helps. Yeah, it, it helps me kind of take a step back and and ask myself is what i'm doing helping anybody is what i'm doing helping myself Uh, in in that book that elena mentioned um it's okay that you're not okay there's a whole chapter on moving yourself toward uh toward what's good and and if you don't know what the direction that is at least moving away from what's making you feel bad. What's making you feel... I don't want to use the word bad because yeah, she, you, it feels you bad. You told me about that because she defined yeah, that bad I, wasn't I, necessarily bad. It I, was wish, just, I wish I had the book in front of me right now. but It's on the shelf. Is it? It's right up there, yeah. Where? It's under your switch case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. anyway, yeah, so she's like, what? what's making you feel like you want to commit suicide? Basically, yeah. Run away from that. Like, if yeah. you don't know what to run to, run away from the thoughts that are making you feel suicidal. Yeah, basically. Or uh, self-harm, you know, push, in the Push like. into something that might alleviate your pain a little bit. Whatever yeah. that pushing into, whatever that thing might be that you're pushing yourself into. So. For you, it, it turned out to be, strangely enough, like music, which is weird. Like, as in making music? I've never been a musical person. You don't... But I've never this, seen you be musical at anything. We have this keyboard, this mechanical keyboard. It's a digital piano. Uh, I'm it's not sorry. a keyboard. Excuse me. And <laughs> That's a big difference. You printed out the circle of fifths. I did, yeah. And I went on this deep dive... Of trying to learn the scales. Yeah, I went on this deep dive of learning the scales and um I taught I taught theory in high school, and... so I knew the basics and and you took it and ran with it. Yeah. So it, it's it's odd, but and also um I I've, I've been noticing that I've been going back to when I was a teenager with my habits and hobbies. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. Maybe my brain is feeling nostalgic, but but I'm going back to to what I used to do in high school, um, and and you know it's it's a day at a time. Well, my therapist put it well. You lost your mother, right? And so she said, you know, because I was I was telling her how how difficult it is for me to 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 watch you go through this. You know, and to and to be not afraid, but worried about you being alone. You know, when I would fall asleep at night on the nights that you were home and I'd wake up and I'd find you on the floor or freaking out about, 
you know, the clothes on the floor or so whatever it was, you would just, it was hard to leave you alone, but it was exhausting to try and always be awake with you all night. And she said that, you know, losing your mother is a major life event that should never happen to you in your 20s. And she said it's natural to regress a little bit. You know, she said, think about it. She said, toddlers lay on the floor, right? And yet that's what you found yourself doing. And and toddlers can't regulate their emotions very well. And and your sense of grief and sadness was all over the place. And and, and a couple of times, I, I mean, I'd see you break down, whether it was sadness, whether it was anger, you know, and now you're mentioning your teenage years. And it's almost like you kind of have to regrow up again, right? Spiritually, mentally, emotionally. It's almost like watching you regrow up again because you're you're past the stage now where I think you're staring at the ceiling while laying on the floor. You're a little bit past that, right? But you just said that, and I and it's true. I've seen you play more video games now. I've seen you kind of at night. You're a little bit better when you're alone. But I think in a way you're kind of regrowing up and navigating this world that is, you know, doesn't have your mother in it. Yeah, it's Do you. You feel that. I do feel that. I, I do. It's it's something that most of us are going to go through. Just not this young. Just not this young and not like this. Yeah, God, no, not like this. You know? Um, so I hope it doesn't happen to you. Yeah, the if trauma. If you're listening, I, I really hope it doesn't happen to you. The, the, the part with it being murder is that it's like, that's a police investigation. That's a court case. Right. That's reopening these wounds again and again when the next court hearing happens and the next lawyer, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't go away after the funeral. And things set you back almost to day one. Mm, little things that remind little, you of her. Little things. Yeah. Like I I was driving past uh, Yellowstone, no, not Yellowstone, Yosemite. Mm-hmm. And I just I just got upset, and I didn't know why I was upset. I pulled over at this gas station, and I took a walk, and I was walking. I just started crying. Yeah. Because I I'd heard the gravel under my feet, and it took me back to when my mother took me to Yosemite, and I refused to wear my shoes walking down this gravel trail and I made it miserable for everybody, including my mother. I just did not want to put on my shoes. I must have been 10 years old. And, and you know, it, it just sucked. It, it wasn't good fun. That that trip wasn't, that day wasn't fun at all. Um, and it's funny, like, I didn't look at Yosemite, the, the sign for it, I didn't think, oh, I'm going to think about that memory. I drove by it and my body had a reaction. Yeah. Without realizing it. I didn't even realize why I was getting flustered and upset and angry until I heard the gravel under my feet. Yeah. And it, and it all just hit me and I I went in that was probably like two and a half weeks after the event. Uh it just took me right back to day 1. Yeah, no, it does. I mean, I got Another one of the books I bought, which I plan to to read, uh, The Body Keeps Keeps the Score. Great book. I read it. I actually started reading it a, a, a year or two ago, and I, I 
remember it being really, really good. It's long and it's deep and it's hard to get through because it's very scientific. Um, and I, I ended up taking it back to the library before I finished it. But I mean, she goes into the fact that it's exactly what you said. You mentally didn't sit down and say, oh, this reminds me of when my mom and blah, blah, blah. But your body did all of that, right? That trauma is held in your body. And a lot of the book, she talks about um, PTSD from soldiers, you know, and how their lives are deeply affected. And mentally, they can't piece it together. But physically, it's all there, right? Because our body holds in that trauma and gives us that trauma response, um, I mean, for everything that happens to us, every, I mean, I was in a car accident years ago. Um, I, it's, it's hard for me to talk about the car accident, but it involved a, a pretty serious rear ending. And I was in the, in the vehicle that, that did the rear ending. And so every time now someone hits the brake, my body still, my heart kind of skips a beat. Right. And I get that like quick cold sweat because it takes me back. Right. You know, and your body hangs on to that. Right. And it's just, I mean, probably for the rest of your life, you're going to have little things that'll do that to you. Your body will respond and that's okay. So with this event, with my mother being murdered, it's put a lot of things into perspective for us. Oh, yeah. One of those things is... It's kind of sobered us up in a way. One of those things is where we live. Yeah. I love Tijuana. Tijuana is a very special, special, special city to me. But there's no family here. Yeah. My oldest is turning six. Don't say that. And. He's not turning six till January. He's still five and a half. But still, he's turning six. And your family in New York is getting older. And my family in Oregon, they live in towns five six hours away from each other they're all kind of scattered so it's not super viable to move to oregon um all of your family's concentrated in rochester most of them yeah and i would be pained to rob them of spending my children's toddler years with them yeah so we're moving back to rochester and we're doing it relatively soon Hopefully, yeah. And so we're house hunting, and we've actually found a property that we really like. We found a few properties that we really like. Yeah. Um, but this one, we're we're ri- we we will have to put an offer in tomorrow. But we're super excited about it. It's got a lot of property. A lot of land. It looks real, real nice. It's got a barn on it, which I think is the coolest thing I, in the world. It's got acreage and a garden and apple trees and. Yeah, it's got chickens. Hopefully, it comes with the chickens. <laughs> it's it's, it's it's definitely our dream property for sure, and yeah. we're spoiled to be able to put an offer in on this. But, you know, I say sobered us up because, you know, I don't know. We were twenty somethings that moved out to Mexico because we wanted to live abroad and do something crazy and we did it and I, you know i was writing in my journal today when we were on the beach and it was kind of a closing moment for me because we went to the beach today knowing that we're going to be moving soon right so we want to soak up the beauty of the west coast and, you know as someone who grew up in new york on the east coast i can i can proudly say the west coast is the best coast for sure the pacific ocean is something special the entire west coast is it's 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 incredible you know I love California. I love Mexico. I love Oregon, Washington, the whole thing. It's it's stunning. We've driven up and down it multiple times now. 
Um, but we went to the beach today and I wrote in my journal. I said, you know, we did it. You know, you and I, we did it. We lived in Mexico for four and a half years and we, we flourished out here. We really did. You we know, sacrificed we, a lot. But, um, but we, and you know, our kids were super little. And yeah. so we were young and adventurous and the importance of family wasn't really there for us at the time. We didn't see it. We didn't feel it. We wanted to go be spontaneous and crazy. And, you know, I wanted to learn another language and I wanted to help out in orphanages and I wanted to, 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 you know, do all these things, you know, I wanted to help communities in Mexico and help the migrants that traveled out. And we did all of that and more. We had children out here and, and now it's like, this was a wake up call. Our kids are older. We are older and it's time to go home. Yeah. And that's good too. Definitely. You know, it feels like in many ways, this was a turning point and, uh, and, and, and one that, you know, lessons that we've learned that that were valuable you know yeah so so we're going to give you guys more updates on the things that we're doing and i want to get back to posting once a week i really love doing the podcast and i've been wanting to do it but because of the circumstances i haven't emotionally been in a place where i can um i've been sleeping a lot more lately right. our schedules have been super off and you know not to mention what our kids have been going through yeah and having to explain what happened to my mother to my children we didn't we didn't explain a lot we just said that somebody no, killed we, her. we've been very honest with them but omitting lots of information the go yeah the details that yeah you don't want to share right. with children exactly so there's a lot that there's a lot that we need to talk about and there's a lot that I want you guys to hear and I'm excited to continue this podcasting journey with you guys so tune in next week I really hope you do and if this is your first episode I'm really sorry it was so dreary um but that's life that's the way it is you know I I was walking outside of a CVS cuz I had to buy a covid test and I saw a homeless couple sitting on the, on the concrete. And one of them asked me how I was doing. And I told him, I said, you know, my, my mother was unfortunately murdered. And life goes on for me. And they said, that's right, life goes on for you. You need to honor your mother and you need to continue living. And it really hit me, you know, I was, I was just taken aback, like, life does go on for me, and life does go on for the people listening to this, and life does go on for you, Elena, it goes on for all of us, and I have more of a personal responsibility to be the best person I can possibly be, you know, and if I'm going to fail at that constantly, every single day, but... I can get a little bit better at it every single day. So I'm shaping myself into into the person that I want to want to be for the rest of my life. And this is a huge turning point for me. So can't wait to be there. I I can't wait for you guys to to hear about it. 
can't wait to share it. Uh, and hopefully I have a, um, I'll have something to play for you guys at the piano next time. <laughs> next time uh, we do a podcast. That would be that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. A so, lot more to share, but thank you for tuning in tonight, and we'll hopefully be back here in about a week from now. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and uh, have a good night. <laughs>